This is a podcast from the Nuffield Department of Medicine. Dr Patrick Pollard tells us about his research on cancer metabolism. Hello Patrick. Hello Anna. How do cancer cells produce their energy? All cells use glucose from the diet and they convert this through a series of pathways to generate energy. Another requirement for cells to produce energy is oxygen. Now it's been known for quite some time that cancer cells require more glucose than normal cells and also more recently we found out they don't require as much oxygen. Cancer cells also have the ability to use alternative pathways to generate the energy and this is the main focus of our group is to try and elucidate these alternative mechanisms and how they may give cancer cells a growth survival. And what happens when there are defects in the cells pathways? Cells can use uh, many alternative pathways to generate energy. Uh, Two important pathways are glycolysis and the Krebs cycle. Both of these are a series of reactions which produce substances called metabolites, which aside from a role in energy production, are important in cell maintenance. Our particular interest is um, focused on the Krebs cycle enzyme called fumarate hydratase. Defects in fumarate hydratase cause high levels of metabolite fumarate to accumulate and this can have a drastic effect on cell metabolism. And how is this linked with the onset of cancer? There's no direct evidence to date um, linking fumarate accumulation with cancer. However, the accumulation of fumarate has shown, we and others have shown, has a um, significant effect on the ability of the cell to undergo metabolism. And at present we're trying to characterise these changes. Some of these um, involve uh, conferring a survival advantage upon cells and of course this can be directly linked to progression of cancer. And what are the most important lines of research that have developed over the past five or ten years? So cancer research has been rapidly evolving over the last century, starting with the biochemistry era, followed by the genomic era where we saw a lot of cancer-associated genes, tumour suppressor genes and oncogenes identified. Recently, the last five to ten years has seen a vast increase in metabolic studies of cancer and understanding how cancer cells produce their energy and have survival advantages. So this has been facilitated by increases in technology, including sensitivity of mass spectrometry and also the ability to label specific metabolites within cells and to track these metabolites. So why does your line of research matter and why should we put money into it? So kidney cancer only accounts for around 3% of all cancers. The the kidney cancer we're working on, which is associated with the specific genetic defect in fumarate hydratase, is a highly aggressive form of kidney cancer. Now actually when this cancer is metastasized, spread throughout the body, to date there are no effective therapies. So we're hoping that by analysing the metabolism of these cancers and trying to elucidate the energy producing pathways that they require, we can help design targets for therapy. And how does your research fit into translational medicine within the department? Recently we identified a novel biomarker which is sensitive and specific enough to be used in the clinical setting. And this is specifically to identify cancers with their specific genetic defects in fumarate hydratase. We've also created numerous models um, so we can study metabolism in greater detail and we're hoping that these models might be applicable to other metabolic diseases which include diabetes and obesity. Thank you Patrick. Thank you Anna.